Hello everybody, welcome to the Don't Be Mad Podcast, your weekly dose of us kicking back, shooting the shit, figuring out why this computer just didn't want to work for us. I'm your boy Matthew, aka Lefty Lucky, and I'm joined here as always with... Jamali. And Jason, I'm back. Jason's finally back. It's good to see you, broski. Thanks, I'm back. Sorry about the delay, people. We had a little technical difficulties going on with the live stream, but hey, we're here. You're here. Thanks for joining us. Let's just kick it off, man. How was the week, everybody? Well, Jason, for you, how were the two weeks? Good, man. Can't complain. Went to the water park. Went to Calypso. That was nice, fun. Nice, nice, yeah, That was fun. And, um, you know, just went out, have dinner, relax. Just had a little getaway, so I needed that, so it was good. That's good, man. Sometimes, like, you don't need, the, like, the big vacation. It's just, like, a nice little weekend getaway, do something nice and relaxing. That's pretty dope, man. Yeah. What about you, Jamali? How was the week? Uh, man, I survived. Yeah, got through pretty, it. Pretty, pretty relaxed week, so ain't complaining. It's good to know. It's good to know. Yeah, sure. I like that you're so engaged. <laughs> I try. <laughs> so myself, yeah, no, I feel like this was weird. Like, the week went by really slow, but I didn't feel like much even happened in it. It was just kind of like a quiet, slow pace, couldn't wait to get back here type of thing, you know, just for something to actually happen. But besides that, things were pretty good, you know, nothing to really complain about. We had nice, beautiful weather. So, yeah, it's good times. So, uh, where do you want to kick this off? Uh, I know Jason came in here and he was very adamant that he wanted to talk about relationships. I was very adamant. What are you talking about? I just said... What's you are your about? version of enthusiastic. Okay. That's, <laughs> that's what you interpret? Okay. That's yeah. No, you were. So, I was just like, you know, like beforehand, we are just talking about like, you know, what what type of angle do we take as a relationship in itself is a broad stroke, you know? Like, there's so many different types of relationships. There's so many different ways you could hit relationship. I figured, for myself, the best way we could just tackle this topic would be to, from the perspective of we have Jason, who is in a relationship. Well, we, we, before we get there, you know I mean? We could just shout out a couple highlights I think that was necessary. Okay, highlights. Meek Mill finally got... You know, all those charges drop. No longer consider a felon. That's great. Very, very good. I think that's dope. He also signed to Rock Nation. That's cool. He has his new label deal. Well, so what else happened? Well, obviously that Rick Ross record. It's a good record. You have nothing else to add? No highlights? You sound very uh, dull. I told you, I had a very slow-paced week where nothing happened. No, I think it's dope that, you know, he gets to put 10 years of issues behind him. Oh, that is good. I mean, like, especially with everything that we've seen happen to Meek Mill as far as, like, being incarcerated over, like, doing wheelies in the street or, you know, like, just his struggle in general just coming up from the probation period that's seem to be everlasting the fact that now everything is dropped he's cleared completely of anything in his past and he's allowed to just move forward that's a beautiful thing man that's great to hear most definitely yeah i mean not much more i could say on that like that's great like i'm happy to hear from proud of him and happy for him and moving forward i'm looking forward to see what he's able to do stay out of jail stay out of jail well, yes, obviously. Obviously, I mean, the, I don't think he does things to go to jail. The not overall consensus act. is approval on that message. <laughs> hey, he did some stupid wheelies in the street. People have done worse. I know. And, a lot and done worse and got less punishment. Yeah. So uh, let's not uh, I mean, condemn the poor guy. Yeah, without going into a whole spiel. There, we know many examples or, or heard of examples of people doing worse on the road where lives are 
actually either injured or taken away and literally nothing oh, yeah. great expenses happen to those people. So, I mean, but like I said, it's good that Meek is after all these years of having to deal with this shit, he's finally cleared of everything and he's just, the only thing he has to look at is his future, you know? Like, that's Pretty great. much, yeah. I mean, like, it must be crazy to live 10 years of your life knowing that any contact you have with a police officer could land you behind bars. That must be the most frightening experience. Like, I don't have none of those things pending. I would like to deal with police. Like, yeah. only imagine if I had something like that over my head. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. That's what it is. Any other highlights? Uh, that's about it. There's nothing really going on. Slow news week. Told you, man. Like, this week, <laughs> it's summer, man. Like, unless you're just outside and hoping to catch something happen, there's not much really happening. Not until August 9th. Not for that. I know for me, uh, soon enough, there'll be a good old club footy happening, and I'll get to just lose myself in that for the next few months until actual NFL starts up. So that, at least with that, I feel good. Been enjoying the preseason for Chelsea. So far, so good. They're looking okay. Not great, but there's promise. Better luck next year. Hey, hey, hey. I believe in the youth. It's good now. Like, we have a ban on us, but the youth are out there playing. We're seeing the potential of the future of the club. I will say, until, like, obviously, Cal- Calum Hudson Adoy, RLC, and Conte come back from injury, we're, we're looking pretty good. We're looking decent as a club. Well, good luck. I like that. <laughs> yeah, All man. Right. So, back to the relationships. All right. We got Jason who's in a relationship. His girlfriend's in the background, but you guys can't see her. Then you got Jamali and myself. We're single. Well, Jamali, he says he's single. <laughs> I don't know if he's single. <laughs> I'm pretty single. I'm a dollar bill in the streets, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where do you get all these stupid sayings, dog? I swear, you... I'm are a you, dollar you, bill. What do you think about, like, Jason, he says he's a dollar bill in the street, but he literally has the most women contacting him whenever we're all together. Hey, I'm not going to go that far. I don't know what Jamali business Thank is. You, so Jason. I'm not going to do that. Thank you. Can't hey, we that. see we see that LED on his phone flash. <laughs> no, the, that that just pissing me off. I don't know who's <laughs> That's why we know what's I'm, going on. That's the, the just, problem. If you didn't have that if you didn't have that LED staring on my motherfucking phone, no, then we, it won't piss you off. I can literally be in the kitchen and I see that shit through the fucking windows of the studio. Okay? Now you're like, a human. You're no, only a human that is No my assumptions. Phone. Your LED D is one of a kind. <laughs> Anyways, but with that being said, single. You're not single, bro. You like to talk shit. Like I bro. am quite single. Really? Very single. Right. I am like you. Bo- well, well, you have like the borderline. Flavor like You're single. You're single. I'm single. Name the last girl you slept with, right here. I don't even know, man. It's been. It's actually been. Bro, ten, you know you two lying. months <laughs> since I've had sex. You That's know not you even lying. a joke. No, you know you lying. I swear, I swear it. Swear it on wh- whoever you, you want me to swear it. I you swear. You have the more. It's been the two most months, bro. Holes that I it's know. been two months since I've had sex. That is God's honest truth. I don't have sex in the summer, man. The fuck do you do then, dude? It's too hot to have sex in the summer. You'd be sweating all crazy and shit. Celibacy and masturbation. That's bro, it. shut the <laughs> fuck up. You have no, hoes. but dead ass. Look, I'm dead serious. I haven't had sex in two months. But you have hoes though. A Ooh. lot of hoes. No, 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 no. Bro, the number of hoes you be showing me, you have hoes. Whoa, first off, what hoes have I shown you? Uh, I'm not, I'm not going to throw your business all the way out there. No, throw it out there. You want to bring a hoes. Talk about hoes. Who the hoes? The roommates. 
Roommates? What roommates? Oh, not your roommates, but their roommates. Who are they? I don't know. I'm not calling names. See, you, you can't even say a name. That's how you know he's bullshit. Hey, he's not snitching. Ne- neither you. You can't. No, it's not snitching if I'm telling him straight. Just call it out. Nah, I'm not. It's he not just said there's snitching. roommates. I'm like, what roommates? I'm just dropping you a little hint. If you can't pick up on your own hint, then I don't know what to tell you. Look, if you are the roommates, drop it on the Facebook. It's live. Hey, you, <laughs> not, you don't hear me talking to nobody, but you assume I have hoes. No, we see your hoes. Because hey, don't you, put, don't you put their we. picture. Don't say you we. put their picture as their, their fucking background. So whenever they call you, we that see that shit. That was only one uh, singular time you saw that. One more than me. <laughs> Shut up. What, you, you give them boy's name or something? Oh, what, <laughs> the what fuck? is wrong with you? Because I don't see girls calling you, but I know you have hoes. I've been around you, Matthew. Hey, maybe in the winter. Nah, bro. It was a summertime. Because it's cold. It was summer. You need something to hold you tight and keep you warm. Uh, I've seen you with hoes in the summer. Something to snuggle up on, you know? I've seen you with hoes in the summer. Everybody knows I like my cuddles. Sure. But once the summertime hits, I'm like a butterfly, man. I just follow the wind. So I'm like a horror thing to You know butterflies die really quickly, right? Okay. (laughs) You say you're like a butterfly, so I'm like... Okay, butterflies die like everything else in the world. (sighs) But back to relationships. Anyways, back to your relationship statements. Go ahead. What about... What my relationship statements? Go ahead, I'm listening. I just wanted to start off by saying with the one person who is in a dedicated relationship here who we see is happy and they're in love and they're building their future together, I wanted to ask Jason, when did you know that she was the <laughs> one? Hmm? When did you know that she was the one? Like, like, give us the scenario. Like, what was going on? You know, like, when we did you look and you're just like, she's like, yeah. here blushing right now. She's, she, can't Yo, see what she's next to me. Dude, no, I'm, I'm literally throwing you an oop right now. When did I know that Christina was the one? Oh, name dropping everything. Everyone knows Christina. We all know Christina. Man. Like, it's not the first time we name dropped her. Um, I don't know. Oh, Christina, Christina knows. I don't have to tell her. Christina knows. No, but the listeners, the viewers don't know. Like, they see your Instagram. They see the pictures you guys have together. They, it's not many, though. I'm sure they would love... Dude, one is more than none. I'm sure they would like to know when were you like... Like, you looked at her and you're like, yeah, that's the one. Mm, a long time ago. Christina and I know each other for how long? Over... Well over six, seven years now. We dated a couple times before and recently we're... Dating consistently, so yeah, um, I don't know. I guess to say seriously, when I found out she's the one, maybe a year and a half now. As long as we've been dating recently. Oh, you tell me. I don't know how long. That's what I'm saying. I'm just. I'm thinking. So I'm saying that's that's what about that's about it. About a year and a half. Year half ago, you just woke up and you're like, well, no, she's the one, and you just did you call her or text her and be like, you're my girlfriend now. No, it's nothing like that. No, but I think at a certain point in life, when you get older, you need to mature on both sides and you want to have a specific goal you want to reach to together. And I think we're at the point where, you know, both of us kind of had that kind of same goals that we want to follow. Oops. That we want to follow. And um, it worked out. So we're just, uh, we're happy now. And uh, yes, there's arguments here and there. Any couple has that. But, um, Is it about where you it. leave your socks? Uh, <laughs> this fucking guy. I wouldn't say that, but no, it's... Uh, Anything you can mention? 
Mm. No, obviously nothing too serious. I mean, she is sitting right there, you know, like something light. I'm sure there's like people are sitting at home, like they're just yelling out their like topics of arguments, like why does she always get mad because I leave the seat up or some shit like that? (laughs) No, there's little things and stuff like where we're going to decide to go out to eat or if we're going to, I don't know if we're deciding on an activity to go to or what to do on the weekend. Little things like that. Yes, there's been big arguments and everything like that. However, we do get through them. We do talk through them. And we have a good communication. And yeah, like anything, we do argue. But there's, to me, personally, I think there's been more good times than bad times. I would hope so. I mean, especially like if you guys, like you said, when you guys first started seeing each, well, not first started, but when you guys got back together and decided like you're going to make it official and exclusive, you were saying how you realized you guys had similar goals that you wanted to reach to together. Yeah. So that in itself means there was like a definite amount of communication where you realize like the things that you hold dear and she holds dear, you guys realize aligned and from that you're willing to like take that leap of faith and and have this relationship with her which is a beautiful sure. thing you know for sure we have the same goals and everything we want to do however we have different methods of getting to that goals and i think that's where the arguments do stem from because we're different people different personalities so we think differently on how to approach things yeah i may think of going left when she may th- want to go right but we're still going to end up in the same place anyways yeah. so that's where i guess you know arguments do happen and when you're in this relationship with whoever, you kind of have to, like, you know, compromise, discuss. Yeah, your way might work, work best, but, you know, we want to compromise. Or it depends. It, it really depends on, <coughs> excuse me, on the type of relationship that you have and everything like that. Yeah. Compromise is key. And, and that goes for not just, like, boyfriend, girlfriend, 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 boyfriend, boyfriend relationships or anything of the like. It's just in general whenever you have any type of relationship where it's friendship or family, all that stuff, like there's always like levels of compromise that you do because you respect each other, you love each other. And there's amount of comfortableness that you want to make sure that each of you have. And at the same time, you want to put yourself in a position where you feel like you're being imposed on or you're the imposer, you know, like that's, right. that's why compromise is like, it's a very good thing to have. That's why I said, um, no more, um, you know, I'm in a serious relationship now. I told Christina, there's too many steps in this world to worry about a relationship going out of hand. That's <laughs> all I'm saying. Going out of hand how? Hey, I'm just saying, there's too many steps in this world. The elevator's going to be broken somewhere. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> you talk about my I shame? feel like that was like such a, a inside, like, they know exactly what that means what kind of thing. But like for us, I'm just like, I have no idea what that analogy means whatsoever. So I kind of want to leave it at that. I don't want to pry into when it. When I hear it, stairs so. in relationship is never a good picture. <laughs> <laughs> Jamal, you're on the right track. That's like it's <laughs> Wait, what? I don't want to be on that track, bro. <laughs> Dude, I don't know how you figured it out. <laughs> no, no, but... Um, this guy said there are stairs. I'm joking. I'm joking. It sounds like Dude, I don't know what he's joking about. You know what That's the problem. You know when Akeem says like he doesn't use condoms because there's, you know... Yeah, there's yeah, free clinics. <laughs> <laughs> this one, he's like, there's stairs, you know. Don't worry about the relationship. There's always stairs, you know. That's fucked up, Jason. Hey, I have a, you don't know what I've been through, dog. You have no idea what I've been through. <laughs> uh, it's okay, bro. There's guys out here. Uh, no, but. um, Wilding. Relationship these days. Well, I don't know how, like, since you guys are all single, you claim all to be single. I don't know how you guys deal with anything. Wait, pause. Like, hold on. Who claim 
I am single. Okay. Right? That's why you claim. You claim to be single. You no, claim. I'm not claiming it. I'm saying okay, it as you are. facts. You are single. Thank Take you. us at our word, please. That'd be appreciated. I am not, because I don't know Matthew claims to be single. Take me at my word, please. I would appreciate That's that. That's why I said claim. I don't know your guys' business. I don't pry into it. What? And I, I there you appreciate go. that. That's too. why I said you claim. Well, I'm so. telling you straight up, Matthew, you have bitches. That's for fact. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. You still call women bitches in 2019? You call them worse things, just not on mic. But, uh, whoa, how dare that is an accusation. I do not appreciate it. <laughs> Neither did Bill Cosby. Defamation is a serious <laughs> offense. <laughs> but yeah, you were saying? Oh, man. I was saying? No, Jason. Yeah. What was I saying? Oh, no, you I was coming? Like, how, oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I was saying, how do you guys navigate it now? Like, what are you guys looking for? Well, at the moment, I'm not really looking. I feel like that's. Why? Why he doesn't believe? Like I'm not looking. Like I'm. You don't have to look for honey if you're in the nest, in the the honeycomb. You know what I mean? Like he's there. He has hoes all around him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why he is so convinced I have quote unquote hoes. Well, but I don't. I wish I did. I wish my life was that great that I could just be him, like, give him call someone th- now, and it's like boom, you know. Like, but I really don't. You make ludicrous job look easy. But like, let's say if I were looking, it's it's pretty much. In the same vein as you, where it's like somebody that aligns with me, but at the same time, I've always noticed my best relationships have always been where a majority of their character characteristics are essentially an opposite of mine. Because I'm very much a person who, like, I feed off of energy, mm-hmm. and if there's somebody who is like super energetic, super like, let's just live in this moment right now and just go and do whatever is on their heart and mind in that moment, then all we're going to do is bounce off of each other and, <laughs> like, it, it'll be bad. Like fun, know, though. You know what I was going to say? It, it can be. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, it can be fun, but at the same time, it's just, like, it's tiring. <laughs> you know you know what I was going to say? What? It sounds mean, but exactly what, Matt, you just described is the perfect definition of a crackhead. What? Like, no, just you. just repeat exactly. Just I don't repeat. know. No, just how repeat. many crackheads you've ever seen? <laughs> no, but just, just no. Re- no, but I have no idea. No, just listen to what you said. <laughs> you said it's someone who, whose energy feed off, who's just free spirited. Who crackheads are the most free spirited people I have ever seen in my life. No, no drug crackheads are not free spirited. They are literally <laughs> gold driven for one particular thing, and that's crack. They'll do anything for it. That's yep. what a crackhead, crack fiend. Like, that's what they are. You know what their goal is. No, that's a dope fiend. What's the difference? What's the difference between a crack fiend and a dope fiend? A dope fiend? The drug. The that's the only difference. <laughs> dope fiend's worse. No, they're both the same. I think a dope fiend's worse. Whether it's heroin or crack, it's still, like, the addiction in itself is horrible. Yeah. But, like, for the sake of this conversation, No. What I'm describing is not. He just he just describing <laughs> that. The, he's just describing if like the the energy's right, then yeah. you know he's interested. It, yeah. At least that's what I. I gather. very much need like that click. You know, like you can be the perfect chick and like have all the same like values and everything, but if you don't get that that click, if it's more than chemistry, you know, that like that Walt Disney type shit, huh? Yes and no. <laughs> Because fuck that fantasy shit. Like, <laughs> only fantasy I do is this football. Like, <laughs> my left feet has to rise off the ground nah, when we fuck kiss. That. It's, not, I mean, it's, like, it's more like an about. Because you can be with some with somebody who's like super attractive and like you know value wise they come from a good 
family, good home. Like, right. You know, it aligns. But you see them only as like a friend. Like you respect everything about them, even though you're attracted to them. You don't see anything beyond. Like you don't feel like that relationship that you want to have with someone as a, as a significant other is there, even though everything about them is like, yeah, this is somebody that I 100% respect and I like who they are and everything, you know? It's something that's like beyond that. It's when you look at each other and like words don't explain it because it's all body language at that point, you know? Yeah, but I think that comes with time, bro. I don't think you could actually have that from rip. No, I'm not saying it's day one. Definitely it's something that comes with time, but if a month down the line, two months down the line, you're still not feeling that. Bro, a month into uh, in comparison to a lifetime, bro, like that's a that's nothing. Like, I don't know. I, I maybe I'm just like weird as fuck because like none of these things matter. Like to me, what matters are the intangibles. Like for me, values. Like we could start out as good friends, and then you know whatever happens happens. But I don't give a fuck about a feeling because to me, I feel like in some ways that's like a false sense of a, a, a false idea. You know what I mean? In my opinion, I'm mm-hmm. not saying what, I'm not yeah, knocking yeah. Your, your theory. Well, I, but, I didn't take it as a knock. But for me, it's like, like we have to be on the same page, like where we're trying to go, where we're at, not even where we're at, but where we're trying to go. Like to me, that's key. Um, you know, values, morals, all these things are key for me. Like if we don't line up in that way, bro, we cool. We could keep it pushing. I feel you. I feel you. It depends. Well, it like it's like I was saying before. If you have the same goals and ideals, and you have the same place that you want to get to eventually for everyone, that's the that's kind of the best relationship we've had. Um, in terms. <coughs> oh wait, you choking, bro? Yeah, I'm gonna have a cough. Christina has a question. What do you have? To tell? Uh, you gotta say it into the mic though, so the people can hear. Speak of the mic. I want. I want to have you on the. Help phone. her hide her face because she doesn't want to be seen. It's on you guys. Come, come. Say what you say. Okay, so don't ask questions. <laughs> okay, well, ask, ask the question in her stead. Text then. me the question and yeah. I'll see. Yeah. Or no, just say it. I mean, like he's right there. <laughs> I can't hear it though. I have the headphones in my head, so I won't. Oh my hear god. <laughs> I forget what was my train of thought. What I was saying. God damn it, Christina. <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah, I get it now. Um, yeah, everyone has the same goals. And I think in relationship, what makes it difficult for everyone is that it's underlying things that start conflict. So people say, oh, this person was, was you know, the instigator of a, of, um, of a fight in a relationship. Or it's not really that people are instigating each other. It's just that both sides have a good intention of what they want to do. Hmm. It's just that the, the method in doing it or getting to it is the problem. And a lot of people can't talk through that part of a relationship. Yeah. So they always get um, say, oh, you don't want to talk about this. You want to talk about that. And it seems like you're talking about two different things when you're actually talking about the same thing. Yeah, yeah legit. And um, I think the goal for a lot of people in life or whatever, that's you just have to have a good communication. And the worst people who get into relationships are people who cannot talk to each other. People who can't talk to each other should not be in a relationship. Or just people who are really closed off in general. Because you can find that person that you eventually open up to, but then when it comes to moments of conflict and, and moments where you need to be expressive and you need to have that fluid communication, but your personality type is when conflict happens, you essentially turtle. It's like, 
everything else when it was good you're able to speak so openly and easy but the second you feel that frustration now you become essentially a shell of yourself you know so it's really a matter of that person's personality and that type of perspective as well and and trying to find a way to break through that and i also think like it's one of the bigger problems is really i find at least in our generation people get into relationship and then try to get to know each other Mm. and i think like that's the wrong way to approach it like if you want to get into a relationship with someone, you should already know them. Yeah, right? I agree. You know, and I think that's where you could tell, like it, this person communicates well or don't communicate well. Like if you're in a relationship with someone who don't communicate well, it's because you didn't take the time to get to know them before. Yeah. You know, because those are things that are, that are avoidable, in, at least in my opinion. Yeah. No, I feel like, especially when we live in this like social media age where, you know, you have all these dating apps where a swipe away is the next person. Just that, that lost art of literally just sitting down with somebody or going for a walk with someone and communicating face to face, you know, like not leaving it up to text bubbles or maybe the occasional FaceTime, but like actually being in the presence of someone in the moment with someone and essentially building that relationship in that way. Well, I mean, building is one thing, bro. I always like to any good building is a foundation. You know what I mean? I don't think people, build relationship nowadays on things that are solid that could keep them together yeah you know it's all about like well i'm in my party phase i need a girl that's in my party phase or i need yeah, a yeah. dude that's in the you know what i mean and then it's like okay so now that we're out of that phase then what yeah it's always like you know it's like you know they're building as they go but then it's not built on anything and so you can't build a relationship based on that yeah you know what i mean so i think people need to learn like that fundamentally like you have to have pillars and those are commonalities things that are not going to fade over time so that's why to me values morals yeah. things that we could connect on on a on a deeper level yeah, it, matters well, like, most usually like the main things you, people tend to look at is like what type of family you come from religious views political views like those are like the main things that that's what sensible people do i've heard no people, but, but yeah like i'm saying it in a in a general way, but right. yeah, you know, like these are like the things that majority of times when you come to the conclusion of, yeah, this person I feel has like the morals that reflect or relate to mine. Right. It's because of like these core things, you know, right. and then on top of that, you want to essentially just see how they are with their circle, you right. know, and how they interact with people. How do they interact with strangers as well? And, oh, for sure. I, and, that speaks to volume of somebody's and I feel character. Like going into that, idea of like the foundation you got to know yourself first before you can look at somebody else and decide what from them will help you create that foundation because a lot of times too you'll have people who are trying to get into relationships but they don't even know how to be single like they don't know how to be by themselves you know those like you have people who are like serial relationship people who the second they fall out of one within a week they're in another (laughs) one you know yeah and, and it's like you never actually give yourself a chance to breathe right. and, and just find yourself, especially like if you're in a relationship that was, let's say, a year, two years plus, you've created and established certain habits because of your relationship of that if it especially if it ended badly. And then within a week or a month, even a month's time at that point, you find someone new all the baggage and all the negative energy and all the bad habits that you had in that relationship, you were literally bringing into the next one. And it's why you always see these, like whether it's a man or a woman saying like, 
oh, all of them are the same, all of them are this. It's like, right. no, you just never gave your chance, yourself a chance to reset. Well, not only just reset, like good or bad baggages. I mean, it, to me, baggage is period. Like to me personally, when you, when you think of someone coming out of a relationship, there's certain things that could work between two people. Mm. And that's what they enjoy. That's what they're about. It doesn't mean that the next person you meet is going to enjoy, whether it's a good or bad habit. Like, you could have had yeah. a dude, or you could be dating a girl that's outgoing, that, you know, like to do fun shit. And you might eventually build that habit of wanting to do that. But that don't mean your next partner is going to have that urge or that desire. Yeah. And so when you're trying to force certain things, it's just going to create contention. Well, that's why I was saying that when you're in a relationship, long-term relationship, or if you're looking for that, you have to be very straight up, upfront with the person from the beginning. So you have to know they have to know where you stand, where you plan on going, the type of person that you are. So, for example, I don't know if you have like a, if like I don't know, you're a gamer or something like that, and tell a person that like you know I like to play video games. You shouldn't hear an argument about something about video games down the line when you actually identified that this is what I always do, this is what I've been doing, this is what I told yeah. you what I was doing from the beginning. Right. There shouldn't be any conversation for that. And if and if you've been with that person for that amount of time and you're still arguing over something like that, that's a big, big, big problem in my in my opinion. Well, it most also people depend. Oh, well, go, go ahead. ahead. Well, I was gonna say it also depends how much you're playing, because let's I'm not say talking excessively. I'm talking yeah, about like because you know, like let's say if it's like in the sense of how we know there's people out there who do it like streaming wise. It's, right. It's it's essentially their nine to five. Right. Then that's one thing. But right. if it's you coming home every day and you're constantly playing and then the times that you have set aside, now you're kind of forsaking those because maybe you're coming up late to a meetup because you're playing or things like that. It's essentially getting in the well, way. Yeah, that's, that's if you're being derelict in your responsibilities. Exactly. Then, talking, then it can yeah. be an issue. But it's also, it's also key to, to, in, like, to identify the fact that you shouldn't go into a relationship. I, I think, actually, let me put it this way. I think the reason why these type of arguments exist is because people go into a relationship with the mindset that they're able to convert or change someone's behavior yeah, or yeah, yeah. point of view and shit like that. So when they can't, when they're not successful at doing it, then it becomes a point of contingency. Yeah. So like if, if you meet a girl and she was clubbing, like if you, you got to go in there knowing that that's what she's about. Mm. You can't go in there and be like, you know what, bro, eventually I'm going to I'm going to get her to kick that habit. No, she's only going to kick that habit when she wants to kick that habit. So you can't date a girl that's like a, cl a not, like to go out three, four times a week and then expect her to stop it all of a sudden. And if she doesn't stop, then it's a point of argument. Yeah. Like, I think your mindset when dating somebody has to be on point. Like it, it, it's, it has both y'all got to be on the same page. That and you got to know your your hard yeses, your hard no's and your boundaries. Oh, hell yeah. Like you literally have to know exactly where you stand in everything and and essentially remain in it like we've had the conversations before where i've had like my polyamorous relationships and the reason those worked were because we knew where we stood as far as what we were willing to allow and not allow you have to and that's one of the biggest places where communication is very key because if you're with somebody and you know they have somebody else and I have somebody else, then we have to know exactly when the times we can't be together are going because you're with them or I'm with the other person. And then on top of that, it's 
how many other people are we allowing like when what's the limit what's the criteria to seeking another person like there's a lot of communication that goes into it but within all that is the trust and knowing that the things that i put down the boundaries i've struck and my hard yeses and my hard no's are going to be respected and vice versa almost definitely i think in in any relationship though those things are necessary and you know I think also a lot of times you see people do things in the beginning of a relationship just because they want to attract that person and then eventually they switch up, you know what I mean? So they might be willing to go out all the time because they want to attract that person. But all of a sudden they get them and they're like, nah, bro, I'm not with that anymore. That's not me. And I think like those type of things, like selling somebody a mirage, you know, it's like. Well, yes and no, because I feel at the same time, we still have to allow people the right to change. You know, like, people do have the right to change, yeah. but I'm talking about the intent at this point. Yeah, and, and that's the thing, yeah. If, it, if the intention was I'm going to be with them for like three months and, and at this point in time, like they essentially have a date circle where they know they're going to start trying to make that shift happen, Right. then it's one thing. But if it's literally like, yeah, you met this way, you were having fun this way, and then you just get to a point where you really want to make a shift, it's almost like somebody deciding, fuck this, I'm tired of being unhealthy, I'm going to start going to the gym, I'm going to change my eating habits, become a vegan, whatever the hell it is. You know, like, they're allowed that right to change, even though they were fucking with no, people No, 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 that's what I'm saying. I, that, what you're saying, is, is also yeah. correct. But what I'm saying is, is that, for example, I don't know, we could use that whole vegan shit, because you just said it, and it clouded my mind. But, like, <laughs> <laughs> it could be someone who essentially is a vegan, but would eat meat, for a person just because they want to be around that person. Okay, yeah. And then that e- way. essentially after, you know, that person, you know, they become a unit, then they'll be like, nah, bro, we're not eating meat no more. You yeah. can't do that. You know what I mean? Like, I think your intent when in a relationship has to be for the benefit of the union. Yeah. Always. You know what I mean? Before yourself in some, so, in most cases. So. Hi, I'm Mel. And I'm Sass. And we're the host of The Last Stretch, a sports podcast. It's a podcast where we're going to talk about, well, sports. Specifically, what we do look at is what makes an athlete be the best that they can be. So not only do we talk to some athletes, but we talk to the people behind the athletes, from trainers to sports psychologists, you name it, we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about other issues revolving sports as well, hot button issues like concussions, maybe doping. Give us a listen. Find us wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi. Um, can you wait on it? Oh, shit. Hi, yeah. Um, I'm just gonna wash my hands here. Uh, I know what you're wondering. What are you doing in my bathroom? Well, this is very easy to explain. Hold on, hold on. Let me, let me just blow dry my hair here. Uh... I'm here to tell you about Lasers on the Ride podcast. It's available wherever you get your podcast. It's a mix of comedy, uh, interviews, and the existential drama that only real life can bring. Now I'm going to go take a shower. Goodbye. Christina gave me the question that she was on to ask me before. So um, she asked me, can I read it up? I say, okay, it's fine. Yeah, read it. Well, says, we're gonna know. <laughs> no, I wanted to say if it's to, to like personally say it, like personalize it, or if just read it. No, just just read it. So, um, do you see us having a lot of chemistry still, or does that change over time, or should it remain constant? Yeah, chemistry is always there. It evolves. I'm not saying that it diminishes. 
But I'm, it, it evolves, it changes in different ways. As you get older, things change, but, you know, likability stays the same. Yeah, chemistry definitely shifts. Oh, yeah. It shifts as you grow, as you learn, as you unlearn. Like, chemistry, the biggest thing about it when it comes to relationships, I find it's a matter of nurturing chemistry. Because there's no way you're going to be in a relationship with somebody and the way you start is the way you finish. Like, I mean, you have a honeymoon phase, then you have a point where you just kind of plateau. And then leading up to that first fight is where it's either going to spike really high or spike really low or just zigzag back and forth. You know, like that's essentially the chemistry that you're either going to nurture or you're going to let it get destroyed and blow up in your face. So in a whole, whatever chemistry you have, whatever you started with, that's almost like your reminder of what you want it to be in a sense, but it's not the reality of what it will become going forward. Or or also it's not a, I don't think it's a continuous thing. Like, again, that's why for me, fundamentally, the cores of or the, the pillars of why you're together is essential. Mm. Because in those rough times or the times when you're like, yo, this girl's getting on my nerves or this dude's getting on my nerves, you could actually reflect back and be like, no, this is really why we're together or this is why I want to be with this person. Because yeah. I think a lot of times why it looks like the chemistry shifts or it, it decreases or cease to exist is because you know we go into relationship for the wrong things and once we don't get what we think we were supposed to get then you know your mind or your level of devotion also shifts with that <laughs> bill cosby accusers <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck i was saying bill cosby accusers they get into a relationship thinking they're gonna get something <laughs> that they want wow <laughs> that's what he said no isn't that Stay what on happened? Topic, that is on topic. I didn't say Bill Cosby. No, but I'm saying that's what these accusers did to Bill Cosby. They well, thought, essentially, yeah. Yeah, that's what they they thought they were getting into something. They didn't get what they wanted, and they started kicking and screaming. <laughs> but that's not what I was. I understand what you mean. Not even though. alluding to I that. I understand at what all. you meant. Though. <laughs> Do not let him drag you into. No, it, but okay? I understand. I understand, Jamal, I understand what you mean. No, I'm just kidding. But I understand what you meant. No, but I think I really think those things. For me personally, those are like core va- the, the core values of that or that idea for me is very important like i don't think i ever dated a girl i was not, i wasn't friends with first well of course you have to once yeah no like i'm saying like we were cool we knew yeah. exactly what we were doing and whatnot and then it was like there was never an intent to date it was just like we're cool and then it just grew into a relationship okay um i never looked out or i i don't think i ever done that like pinpointed because i get you know me already like i have like a short fuse <laughs> do you <laughs> so it's like yo you know you gotta know me for you know what i mean for us to be cool like i don't know i can't nah i don't think i can well off the fly like that nah i have well i have another question christina sent me she asked um what are some of the things that are key to a long-lasting relationship knowing your partner's love language one of the most if you don't know one your own love language or love languages and if you don't know your partner's love languages good luck being able to provide them with the happiness that you hope to give them like you need to know whether it's they're a receiving gifts person a words of affirmation person if they're a physical touch person there's two more i can't yeah I know what you're talking about. But, but yeah, like uh, Google it, people at home <laughs> who are listening. Like it's sort of how the, the five love languages. receives affection. Yeah. Sort of how the re- affection is registered to that person. Exactly. Because like 
like we said in all, all the, the conversations before, like not everybody's the same. Like we all have different values. We all have different ways that we go about it. So one of the few things that really help you pinpoint how to best serve not just the relationship as a whole, but your partner's happiness in the relationship is through knowing their love language and knowing the things that really ex- get like the endorphins going for them. And, yeah. and that's the best way to, to keep it going. Cool, cool. Also, okay. the, one of the key part is also, I mean, it might sound oxymoronic, but being selfless, but at the same time being selfish. Um, for me personally, like you have to be able to put your feelings first but your relationship as well. You have to be able to prioritize. Hmm. You have to know these things. Like these things are very key. And like going back to what Matt was saying earlier, like this all comes back to the first step to a good relationship is knowing yourself. And so you have to be selfish in a way that, you know, you have to make sure that you're happy and content within the relationship. Hmm. But you also have to be selfish to make sure you do whatever, you know, to make your partner also feel valued in the relationship. I mean, Will Smith, in one of his IG videos, he said it pretty much like the best way. Like, it's selfish to to believe that your partner is the one who's supposed to make you happy. Exactly. You know, like you're supposed to be happy on your own. Your partner's supposed to be happy on your own. Then you bring your happiness together. together. That's also not to say that your partner can't help you become happy. But if you are relying on them for happiness, you will never be happy. Right. But it's the same thing when you're talking about serial daters or whatever. Yeah. Like that's the best prime example of that. You know, I feel like their identity is built within a relationship. Yeah. So it's like if they're not in a relationship, they're nobody. And so for them to them to feel valued or feel like somebody, they got to always be like, oh, I, you know, this, you know, I'm with somebody. Mm. So and that's right. part of not knowing yourself. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, so um, does that uh, answer your question, Christina? Yes. No. Yes. I'm like, I'm so grateful that I'm at a, a point in my life where I don't feel validation from another. Oh, yeah, that space is what will make me happy. You know, like you the, get to that point where. And usually it happens after you have like a really severe breakup or, or you see a very severe breakup and what it does to someone. And you're just like, you know what? Like you, you've essentially turned that corner and you're like, I got to build myself now. Well, because I mean, if you dated someone for a long time and then all of a sudden, well, not all of a sudden, regardless of how it happens, there's a breakup. It forces you to, or at least it pushed you to a point where you're like, you know what? My next relationship has to be better than this. Oh, it forced you to evaluate, like, you know, where you went wrong or what steps you could have taken differently. And then eventually it forces you into a self-discovery stage. Yeah. And I think that's pivotal. I think I, it sucks that sometimes you have to go through some hard shit to get to that point. But I think, I think it's necessary. I think every, everybody, before you start dating, you really got to take time to know yourself. Yeah. And like your real self, like not your, your IG self, like your real self. Or the, the self that you believe is your best, yeah. but isn't actually who you are. Right. Yeah. So Christina asked me to answer the question. I don't know why I have to answer the question because I already know. Answer it. Is. No. Just ask answer. a fucking question. Were you the one talking about, oh, you better answer questions when I ask them? Well, look who yeah. got asked the question and yeah, won't Christina's answer right, it. Christina's right here. If you want to ask, ask her what We you didn't tell you to bring her. Answer the question. No, like my thing, what are certain key things to the relationship? You have to be on the same page. So you have to know from the beginning where you want to go. Well, first, you got to be in the same book. Cause I know a lot of people are on the same page, but they're just in different you books. You know what I'm talking about. You know, you know what I'm five. talking about. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, be on the same page. Clear communication. 
Communication is key to any relationship, work relationship, any relationship, whatever. That's key. Um, common second, goals. Common goals and compromise. You have to be willing to compromise on both sides, not just like you're always compromising or the other person is always compromising. That's some of the keys. And I think um, a, a great thing to help in a, in a long-lasting relationship is if you can share a lot of activities together. So, for example... Um, I was going to say that. <laughs> if you have like, no, I was going to say, like, if you have a night, like, let's say a movie night or a game night or you want to go to a comedy club, have a certain night that's set up for you for that mm. so you can do that. Keep, not necessarily it's the same thing over, but, you know, have a night where you two can then do something and just, you know, forget everything on the side. Leave arguments at home. Leave any issues you may have at home or anything from work, hard day. Just go out, do whatever you want to do and that. But, yeah, if you could share a lot of activities together, I think that's one of the good things. And that's one of the things I did the last week I wasn't here when I went to Calypso. We went to, we went to, um, to Calypso, the water park, and we had a great time. We took days off from work, but it was fun. Yeah. It was fun. And it was a good way to, like, recharge, relax. Because <laughs> usually we would be going on vacation. We didn't get to do that this year. Maybe next year. But uh, even a little two, three-day getaway is perfectly fine. Well, no, because I was going to say, like, when you were listing off everything, like, one thing that a lot of people forget when they get into a relationship is to still court your partner, you know? Oh, like, sure. keep dating, keep complimenting them, keep reminding them that you are happy and, and not necessarily just content, but, like, you enjoy what you have with this person and you know like like you said having activities together you know whether it's going to calypso or taking like a quick weekend getaway or even like small things where you find a reason to like get her up the house for a couple hours you set some like romantic shit up and then she comes home and it's like rose petals and candlelight you know like right. Do it up. Be cheesy. Who gives a no, fuck? No, for sure. We're smiling back here. But you, but you also, like, I two things. Are you writing this, this down, no, my I'm friend? No, I'm writing shit down. I am taking, giving you the keys. Take, this guy's taking notes <laughs> over here. Another thing, another thing to a cute relationship, but, believe, let them believe what they want to hear sometimes. Whoa. Whoa, whoa. I'm not, I'm not taking this. I'm going to skip right <laughs> You're on an island, my friend. I'm going to skip right past that. I'm going to skip right You're on an island for that one, my friend. I'm going to skip right past that. But I really do think one of the key that you, well, on your list that you're missing, like I would put two extra ones, purpose and devotion. I think you have, like, your goal is what you're working towards. You know what I mean? But there must be a purpose for the union. Like, mm. it has to be something like both people have to have some sort of added value out of the relationship like i think it can be one-sided yeah. and it has to be i think on the same levels right you know like if a girl's dating a dude because dude make money and a dude's dating a girl the same girl because she got a fat ass eventually one of those two things are gonna snap thing gonna go droopy <laughs> You know what I mean? Because if he has a shitty attitude, but he has money, she has a bitchy attitude, she got a fat ass, it's not going to work, right? Mm. Eventually, like, something's got to give. So I think devotion is like what Matt said. Like, you got to be willing to be, not a cornball, because I don't think it's a cornball thing. No, but, if it's a girl, it ain't but, corny. You know what I mean? But you, you got to be able man. to do some real shit. Like, you know, take maybe leave work early, cook a meal, clean the house. You know what I mean? Uh, plan a picnic. You know, your boys might laugh at you, but at the end of the day, your girl's happy. Your boys ain't the one riding you at the end of the night, my friend. <laughs> I hope, at least. You know, well, unless nah, that's bro. what you want. <laughs> I mean, that's not over here, bro. 
<laughs> no, sir. I don't know what. Not you that talk- there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> well, for me, there's a lot wrong with that, but not, not like in that sense. But if you're in a relationship, how dare you? No, no, no. There'll be no, 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 none of that over here. <laughs> Whoa. Hey, I spun it for you. It's okay. Relax. What do you mean you spun it for me? I spun it like a good politician. Pause, Just leave it alone. Bro. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, we, we, we grew up in the greatest era. We grew up when Dipset was at the tight. And we hey, focus, 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 focus. Hey, if it wasn't for this one, we wouldn't have none of these sayings. No, if it wasn't for Harlem. That's true. Oh, my God, that's guys. True. So anything else on the relationship side that uh, we got to bring up? Anything on your heart? On my heart specifically? Um, I mean, I was saying it in general. Oh, yes. Christina loves me, she said. Oh, they're being I gross. You. I love you too, Christina. They're being gross right now. That's so cornball cheesy. <laughs> I don't care I'm too old to care. That's how. That's how. Oh, that's, that's the best way to be, man. I'm too old to care now. What do you mean you're too old to care? Like when you're 16, you care about everybody's opinion and your oh, relationship. Fuck out of here. I stopped caring a the long time ago. The older you get, you're just like, I really don't give a fuck what you guys think. It's just like the other day. I, I don't know if it was on Instagram. But I saw like these, the, uh, was it a picture or was it a video of these two, like literally they're in an old people's home and the, the man, or the, I guess they're married. He has showed you up in the corner grabbing her ass. I'm like, yo, this guy has zero fucks to give, bro. If it was Florida, they probably weren't married. Huh? <laughs> I said if it was Florida, they probably weren't married. What do you mean? I'll tell you after. No, but it was like an old couple, <laughs> like a very, very old couple. Yeah. And they were like, just literally like still, you know being touchy-feely inappropriately in public <laughs> that is dope though that is dope i think that's really really dope but most people aspire for that shit you know what i mean christina had asked me another question again she says how do i feel christina like- just get on the mic i know i like say what you <laughs> want to say on the mic why are you hiding look she's like mm-hmm. what did mom duke say no she was just asking me like how um what were you saying again yeah she forgot to i forget hmm? who's saying something Oh, your mom said something on, uh, on, um, uh, I don't know about which part. I don't know about which part. The communication thing we were talking about. No, there's another one. Said, excuse me. I guess from some. No, there's a one after that. There's one after that too. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, otherwise it's just the sex partner you're seeking. Yeah, I I can't remember which part of the conversation that's for. I have. I haven't been looking down. We much. apologize. We weren't keeping yeah. track of it. Normally, we have at least one eye on the chat, but this conversation has been flowing. So yeah, I'm on the chat too. I'm doing a lot of stuff behind here. It happens. It happens. <laughs> <laughs> you have it, Christina. You have another question. You still say you got another question. Hey, now is your chance to put them in a corner and just ask whatever you want. But anybody in the chat could also <laughs> ask questions if yeah, they ask have questions. any. What? <laughs> feel free. Feel liberated. Oh, she asked me what's the most. What the thing I like about her the most? Your eyes, that's the thing I like the most. Your eyes are the most. Such a cornball statement. <laughs> her, her eyes or her eyes? Uh, Listen, I'm part West Indian. I'm, I could say it how I want to say it. I can say You'll axe. say it with your chest. You're axe. part West Indian? I could say flim. He I was part, born here. We heard that. Say it with your chest. What do you mean part West Indian? Oh, your character. What do I love most about your wow, character? This guy just denounced. He is getting island. drilled right now. Oh wow! Drill know. him, Christina. Christina. This is not about you right now. Christina, drill him. Christina's making this about. Make her him right tell now. everybody that he loves you. Yeah, yeah, I told Whoa, that. Pause. No, but like, it's not about you. <laughs> she just wants. She just wants to get all the questions out the way, but she doesn't want to come on the mic or talk to anyone. 
Don't worry, you're gonna come on. I can turn the camera towards you. You want me to She's do that? She's basically making yeah. it so easy for you to be like super cheesy and like bigger up, but you're being stubborn. That's good. Let her come on the thing she wants. Right to now, do. she's seeking words of affirmation. I told her, I told One her. of the love languages oh, that God. you must provide. Jason, unilingual. <laughs> <laughs> he and a polygat with his shit. English. All, All right, guys. So, uh, any last thoughts on this, or is that it for this uh, nice little relationship chat? Yeah, the relationship. Should, I don't have nothing else to say. <laughs> you just want to run. <laughs> this guy's feeling the heat. <laughs> fuck up out the kitchen. No, but there's um, there's another topic I want to get to really quickly though. Not in too long. That's the thing. But after. No, let's do it. Because I mean, I, I feel like uh, we've exhausted all avenues on this. Unless there's something we forgot, then I mean, we could always come back to it another date. Um, yeah, so we'll talk about the relationship thing is good. So there's one thing that came up on, um, uh, on, um, Stephen A's, um, everyone knows who Stephen A. Smith is. Stephen A. Smith, he's a sports, uh, broadcaster on yeah. ESPN. Yeah. And, um, and, and he was more like, he had a comment on his Twitter and that he was like, um, he was saying that it was, I don't know, some kids in New York threw oh. water on NYPD. And he got all up, all up in arms about this. But everyone, there are certain people on his timeline saying, like, how come, you, how come you're quick to worry about water being thrown on NYPD and not Eric Gardner getting choked out in the streets? And my, my main thing is, though, is platform. People like Stephen A. Smith who have this giant platform, how come these people don't use it to me, because he's he's the type of person that says I'm a black man, so this is how black men think. And like, but when it's black issues, you don't speak on it. Uh, and, well, and for me, Stephen A. is I I, I watch First Take like everyone else. Mm. I watch it and know what's going on, and everything like that. But then his platform, like I don't understand why he doesn't use his platform to better certain things. And it's like I, I can was, tell you exactly why he doesn't want to get fired. He doesn't want to keep his money. Yeah, it's in ex- it. it's in specific connection with the SPM because after the whole situation with uh, Jamil Hill happened, where she was very open and political, attacking yeah. Trump and or anybody essentially in the political sphere. After that had happened, where like they suspended her or whatever, like that whole fiasco. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty much new policy set in place where the only time political speech is allowed as if it's in connection with sports that's why recently dan lebitard was on his show or no his radio show and he was talking about how he essentially addressed the exact same thing where we've gotten to a point where us as journalists reporters sportscasters can only have these political stances or or give any type of light to where our stances are is if an athlete has done something yeah my, and that's the only time they can do it because of ESPN's policies. And, and, so that's essentially why. My thing is, I'm not saying Stephen A. has to speak for all black people because he doesn't. And I thank God he doesn't. But um, it's like when you have a certain platform, it could be a rapper, it could be a yeah. entertainer, whatever. Use your platform positively. It's like kids throwing water at NYPD. Come on. Like, what is that? Yeah, that's, that's, like, nothing, that's nothing worth bringing up or even... Dry, especially like, like if... If they're throwing water on the NYPD and the NYPD, I don't know if they're they're playing or what the no, situation. No, it was they were not playing. Yeah, I don't so know. What, I didn't see it, so I don't so know what the situation what was. What it is, it's two occasions. The first one ha- first happened. Uh, a police officer was riding a ticket or making an arrest, I believe, and it wasn't like a water balloon. 
it was like buckets. Okay. It was literally a, like it was a lot of water. Yeah. And then it was a. So like they drenched them essentially. Well, essentially, and then it happened thereafter. Another yeah. time after that. I mean, that's two parts to it. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like, in a way, and you know, I'm. I'll say loud and proud. I'm pro black. But there's certain things. Really? Fuck yeah. <laughs> there's certain things that I personally. I don't know how I feel about it, but I, one thing I'll tell you, I don't think it's the most sensible thing and the, the rightest way to go about it. Um, I personally try not, I minimize any interaction I have with law enforcement. Um, but at the end of the day, I'm also aware that this is somebody's job. You know what I mean? Mm. Uh, somebody got to do it. I'm also aware that not all cops are bad cops. And not all cops have intent to hurt or prejudice or, you know what I mean? Or going to yeah. willfully act out of a, in a malicious way. Yeah. So the idea that, you know, they should, um, they, you know, people should drench them or whatever. And you can't compare them being drenched to the whole Eric Gardner thing. No, what I'm saying is, is that I'm, I don't, I'm not, you're right. What you're saying is absolutely right. Everyone, the police have a job to do. There's no reason anyone should drench police in the water and stuff. My only issue was the reaction towards it. Like, he's reacting as if, oh, these police officers got shot by water and, re- and they died off water. <laughs> it's like, but you don't hear him. Yeah, but the, you, you have to also realize, well. like, that water is a gateway to a lot of fucked up things. You're it right. Could, it could then essentially be urine. It could have been feces. It could have been stones yeah, like you never so know you, what could have came so out you, the next you bucket. don't want to necessarily open that position in because yeah. it could escalate and it could escalate very quickly and i don't think there's any hood in america that would win against the police when it comes to being like attacking each other yeah. chicago no 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 <laughs> no no i'm it's and, and, and it's not even like whether they could win or not it's not something you want to yeah. Engage there's certain to fights begin that with. you just don't want to see start. Right. So, like I said, I, I didn't see the video. I'm, I'll check it out afterwards. So for but. me personally, I could agree with Stephen A. Smith. What I don't, uh, what I can't really condone is that I've heard, I've heard many comments of people saying like, oh, you know, people need to have respect. These are people in authority. That's where I have a fucking problem. Because at the end of the day, they're humans, and I believe that humans should be treated as humans. Respect right? is earned. Respect is earned. Respect, you know, you want respect, you got to give it. Yeah. And if these police officers didn't do nothing, they're doing their job, then it's disrespectful for you to take, go out your way to impede on them doing their job. Mm. You know what I mean? And I think it goes the same way. If people are walking down the street minding their business, it's wrong for a cop to impose him or herself you know what I mean? In a way to enforce his or her uh, power, I guess, or power, of power, right? So there, there's a balance that has to happen. Do I, they shouldn't be wetting people down. Like, yeah, fuck out of here. It. You shouldn't be yeah. doing it. But the F- reaction towards it shouldn't be like as if it's the end of the world either. It is the end of the world, Jason. Because yeah. this is the beginning of something that could be very, and could literally be a snowball thing that innocent people get hurt and then all of a sudden you know how it is bro i understand what you mean no, you know I, I you know it. exactly how no, it I is won't. 
it's not the end of the well, world. It's more. It's, it's the beginning. Th- this could have led to something catastrophic. And That's it could, what it is. No, but it could because this was gonna happen. Let's say, God forbid, three, four days from now, an incident happened, and it involved a police taking the life of one of the uh, individual in that community. You know how the news gonna spin that, right? Oh, that was the same community where two police officers were drenched while doing their job, right? Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, it takes off any guilt from what the police officer did. You don't, that's not the way you go about it. Like to me, if you want to provoke change or you want to protest, you want to do that. We had this conversation last week. But to me, at that point, you, as a civilian, you're overstepping your boundaries yeah. and you're forcing someone to react to your behavior. And at that point, when you force somebody to react, you can't control how they're going to react. Yeah. And essentially, it's, it's not pushing us forward. That is a very dangerous game for anybody to start. That's like sticking your head in the lion's mouth, bro. I don't give a fuck if that lion licks your face, jump on your shoulder. Bro, it's still a lion. You got to respect it in that sense. And this is still someone with a gun and, you know, there's laws that give them right to react in a certain manner. Hmm. And I think that's something that people need to be mindful of because it could turn ugly and it could turn ugly very fast. And if someone's getting something thrown at them and they react in a manner that is, and someone get hurt as a result of it, is it self-defense? I mean, obviously, I'm not talking about excessive force here with a, you know, don't throw a bullet if someone throw water at you, but they've thrown bullets for less. But I'm just saying, it's not something, it's Pandora's box. You don't open it. Yeah, I And so I agree with Stephen A. Smith by saying, like, these type of behavior is ridiculous. It's not ridiculous because, you know, you need to respect police. It's ridiculous because at the end of the day, these are individuals doing their job. And again, not all of them are bad police. So therefore, you can't throw the baby out with the bathwater. I'm not saying all police are bad, but I could I could say all police are culpable. And I would say that because a lot of the bad police, the good police know who they are. And they don't and they refuse either to come out because of repercussions that may happen or because, you know, they're just afraid that the union, police union or brotherhood, whatever, might come after them. But obviously, the, but and I'm saying, like you say, they're not not all of them are malicious. Not all of them go out every day looking to start trouble and stuff like that. However, the ones who do start trouble, the good police know who they are. But the same statement is true, right? The same statement could be used for people in the hood or people in certain areas. True. Yeah, we know who thing. the bad people are who sell drugs, who who does all of this, but we'll never snitch. We never snitch. Because, and the, the, but the because problem Because we is, live by a code, right? No, but the problem is power. Who has the power in this situation? But I think, If you snitch, there's a high probability that they're going to put you for something to go into jail. Like you just said, you you keep your you keep your um interaction with police at a minimum. And not, Absolutely. not not because not because um um you know they're going to put something not it's just because you're you know they can do bullshit anytime. No, no. Like, like, there's a limit though. Like, it. I, when now that you said that, it brought me back to. I, I know you remember this shit because you would laugh right now when I say it. What? Cameron was asked once if he lived next door to a rapist, <laughs> what he called the yeah. police. If he knew this guy was a known rapist and he lived in the community that he shouldn't be there, what he called the police. And Cameron said, "No, I will not call the police." And did he say, "Would I move or something?" Uh, he would move. Yeah. He would move. And to me, this is the part of it where, you know, 
you have to be mindful. You know what I mean? Like, bro, if there's a rapist, you <laughs> gotta call the fucking cops. You gotta call the cops, bro. But you have to. But I have to understand why he said it though, because it's a product of where you grew up. Too, no, so. it's not. No, no it's, it, not. it's it's very much a product of the environment of that mm-hmm. whole no snitching culture. No. And that, that no snitching culture got ex- got far taken far because anybody who was really in the streets would tell you there's gangsters, people who live by the streets, and there's civilian. If you're a civilian and you've seen something yeah. wrong, you are allowed to talk, irregardless of where you live. That has that's not gang. No snitching comes down to essentially us three are doing something wrong. One of us get caught and we bring everybody down. That's snitching. But if I see Matthew do something fucking wrong, I should be able to call him out on it or yeah. take the proper, the appropriate steps. I don't know steps. why it has to be me. <laughs> huh? <laughs> so I don't know why it has to be me. No, but like I'm saying. You're culpable of doing <laughs> no, things No, but like, like I'm saying. I'm, like, cul- I'm Jesus just joking. I'm Jason's choice of words. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is that like, in the case of Cameron, he grew up in a hood where like, if you get snitches, that them people's gonna come after you after. Once they figure out it was you that was snitched. So I understand where he's coming from. Who's going to come after you? That it's you a know. rapist, bro. That's the thing. You don't or know. a murderer. You don't know. That's the thing. No, I, that, you can't excuse that to me. Nah, you got to call. And this is, this is something where, you know, at the same time, we like to blame the system as to why black communities are a certain way. But we have to admit that we play a pivotal role as to why our communities are the way they are. And that's one of them. You know what I mean? Like the Black Panther movement was built to remove drug dealers and all these things that devalue our communities out of the hood. So the idea to know that someone's doing wrong in your neighborhood and you can't tell somebody about it because you don't want to be a snitch, that's bullshit. I won't snitch if I, I did a I don't crime. Think it, I don't think it's a label of the snitch. Um, I think it's more of the label of what's going to happen. I will go on snitch. record and tell you guys this now. I wouldn't necessarily snitch on anybody. But if you do something, I will turn into Clarissa and I'll explain it all. I have no problem speaking on something that is wrong. Whether or not, I'll try to do the right thing and approach the person. But if the right person is not approachable, and I know you're doing something that is harmful to the surrounding in which I live, I'm sorry, but it's either you or I, one of us is going to get removed. And if you're damaging people and people are afraid to talk, this is the reason why we see certain neighborhoods in Chicago the way it is. Because ain't nobody willing to talk about shit they see. And then you know, all you see is bodies dropping left, right, and center. Remember, Crimes getting committed. People go to jail. I can't remember what case it was, but there was this case where in, um, in Chicago, this, this dude was doing something. He was like, it was this young dude, like 16, 17 years old, was killing people and shit. And he was hiding. And police said, if you guys don't tell us what this dude is, we're going to come get you. We're going to stop all this gangbanging shit right away. They're going to come down hard on them. The, the, kid, the guy ended up dead somewhere who they were looking for the day after the police said that. And the people who killed him ended up dead the next day after that. So it's like... Oh, I think I've seen that. I think I've seen that video, yeah. And, and the thing is, it's, it's, it, that, I, that's why I say it's a product of your hood where you grew up because you don't know. You, don't, you, you never know. And I'm not saying like if someone's doing bad, you don't snitch. I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying is careful who you do it to. And know who you're doing it to. Because if it's, it's better you do it to someone you know than someone you don't know. Because if it's someone you don't know, like like Cameron said, if a rapist is there, he doesn't know who these rapist people know. And you never know who could come after you. Yeah, but there's a way that you, like, there's a way to go about certain things. There is and, a way to go about And I it. agree that, yes, yeah, certain laws should exist where, like, if I say you did something and you found evidence that I shouldn't be forced to testify, you know, or or 
corroborate with the police to to prove you know further that this person's guilty of a crime like i think it's on the police's part to, to investigate and find substantial evidence but i do think as humans who live in communities we do have a duty to our community to keep it safe healthy in a way that you know everybody could you know flourish yep. I, I don't think it's right for you know you be scared to send your kids out because there's a rapist on the loose and your neighbor's not going to talk because he ain't no snitch. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you, know, you, you know, you can't send your kids in the backyard. You'd be like, yo, I, I heard there was a rapist. I don't know. This neighborhood don't talk on nobody. So you got to stay know, in the house. But, you know, it's not even our community that does that. Remember Rick, um, Rick Pitino? No, what's his name? Um, the guy from Pittsburgh that all the kids were getting raped and he Penn saw State. them. Penn State. Penn State, yes. And he saw the kids going, through, and he didn't know anything. He was just like, "All right, I guess." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, it was. I don't think I don't think it happened that way. I doubt it happened. That way. <laughs> you don't know what I mean? the way you painted, but whatever the case is. All right, let's wrap it up. Let's yes, wrap it up. let's <laughs> let's wrap it up. Am I safe to say final thoughts, or are we going to go on another rant? <laughs> final thoughts. Final My thoughts. final thoughts. Going back to the relationship conversation that took majority of this podcast. Learn your love language or love languages, learn your partner's love languages. I promise you by doing that, the journey for your relationship with your partner will be made 80% easier. Jamali? Uh, final thoughts on what the relationship thing? Wherever. I mean, I don't wanna sound like shy or anything, or what was it, all for one. Just tell her you love her. But make sure your, 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 your partner is your, a friend before anything else. I think, if you have a friendship before an intimate relationship, you're on the right path. I think that, you know, she, he or she got to be your friend, like straight up. Like you can't find someone in the club and then three weeks later, you barely know their name, their favorite color, but they're your boyfriend or girlfriend. You know, it doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> All right. And my final thoughts, since I spoke about too much about the relationship, I'll talk about the stuff we just talked about right now. Uh, <laughs> stop stitching, stop lying. <laughs> Jason, <laughs> no. stop promoting bullshit, bro. <laughs> Yo, what, watch you and Christina have kids, and there's a rapist in the fucking neighborhood. You're gonna want somebody to talk. Huh? If there's a rapist in the neighborhood, I'm moving. I'm moving. You think moving is just something you just uproot and just do, right? <laughs> yep, that's right. That's what it is. To protect my kids? Oh, hell yeah, I'm out. He is Peace. such a beta. Yeah, you really are, bro. What? So I'm supposed <laughs> to go out there and chase this rapist with a bat? Be no, but the like, streets though, like no, you, Batman or something. You have to be a vigilante. We, we are now? responsible for ourselves within a community structure. I shouldn't have said final thoughts. And so, therefore, <laughs> the idea of no snitching, like if don't do the crime if you if you're scared to do the time, and then there won't be any snitches. But I won't have any crime. But that's my point. So I ain't no thug. I'm telling you, if there's a rapist in the community, I will snitch. I will give everything from blood type. To anything I can find, I'll find cigarette buds, I'll supply DNA samples, whatever I can fucking find. I'm giving you up, bro. Whoa. This dude's gonna turn into where in the world is Carmen San Diego. Tell me. Why? This dude's gonna be bro, I respect the your gadget in this bitch. I respect the street code. If me and you are doing something but we're not supposed to do it and I get bite, I'm taking the bullet. You could put your bottom dollar on that. Alright. But if you're out there causing harm and danger in innocent people's life, and I could put a stop to it, I will. Good man, I respect that.
that's that simple. Thank you, everybody, on the live stream for tuning in. And thank you, guys, that are listening on your own leisure for tuning in to another episode of the Don't Be Mad podcast. Thank you. Have a good weekend. We'll see you guys next week. Love is love. <laughs>